something totally different this week. I'm, I'm very excited and psyched to be doing this. Joining me today is Dr. Brady Smith. He is the founder of the Halo Dental Network and host of the Drilled Podcast. We're going to talk about teeth and dental hygiene and all that good stuff for just a little bit. And then we're going to share how one of you watching this right this very second will win a free smile makeover from Dr. Smith, a totally free smile makeover from Dr. Smith. And he'll even fly out to Portland to do it. I am not getting anything for this. Dr. Smith reached out to me. We thought it was a great idea. I'm thrilled to be a part. So Dr. Brady Smith, welcome to the Rubin Report. Hey, thanks for having me. I thought you were gonna keep the Portland part secret. That's a hard sell to get someone to fly out to Portland. <laughs> you hey. know, when I, was writing, when I was writing the intro just then, I thought maybe I should write Pacific Northwest, but you do some stuff in Washington as well, right? Yeah, I, my practice is actually in Vancouver, Washington. So we're actually a, a enough removed away that that you should be able to avoid any frozen water bottles being thrown at you getting your teeth done with me. Actually, come to think of it, maybe we should just open this up to the Antifa people because a lot of them, the dental hygiene's not looking so great. Listen, everyone, everyone's got teeth. You're absolutely right, man. We got to take care of everybody, right? Everyone's got teeth. Well, pretty much everyone's got teeth. I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen some cases that, uh, that get pretty close. All right, so let, let's just start at the beginning, and then at the end of the conversation, we're gonna lay out how people uh, can actually be the one that we're gonna select to get the full smile makeover. Um, just tell me a little bit about why you got into dentistry, your passion, because your story's actually pretty great. You, you love what you're doing, you love helping people and, and doing this. This won't be the first time you've done a free smile makeover. Yeah, but it didn't start that way for me at all. In fact, uh, you know, the reason I got into dentistry ultimately was I had a mentor growing up, I guess you'd call him. And, uh, you know, he just had a great lifestyle. He was able to, he was a Boy Scout leader. I was in Boy Scouts and he was a great Boy Scout leader. And I liked him a lot. And the reason he was always so available because he only worked three days a week because he was a dentist. So uh, uh, I had one experience where he pulled a fish hook out of my head because I didn't know how to fish very well. And I got one stuck in the back of my head one time. So he helped me out with that. But honestly, the reason I got into it was it's a good lifestyle. What happened to me after eight years of education and $300,000 of debt, about three or four years into my career, I hated my job. I didn't like what I was doing. And that's a really difficult career to try to 180 from. You know, it's just so much intense investment that you can't really turn away from that. So that was the position I found myself in. And then I did a couple things that kind of took personal inventory of my life and I kind of repurposed what I was doing. And one thing that I knew was lacking in my life was personal, uh, you know, charitable service to other people. I had grown up with that being instilled in me as an important value, and it's just something that I had just stopped doing or not been really putting too much attention to that. So when I started putting a little bit more attention to that, doing charitable service for other people, it's like totally changed the way that I feel about what I was doing. Um, it's like this, like I hate mowing lawns. I hate mowing lawns. I grew up mowing lawns. My dad made me mow the lawn. I hated it. But, you know, there's an old lady who's a widow in my church and she needs her lawn mowed. 
And in that one circumstance, I don't mind doing it. In fact, I love doing it because mm -hmm. it's doing it for someone who can't do it for themselves. And so when I changed the way I thought about the dentistry that I was doing, when I changed the way I looked at it, I was doing the same thing over and over again, but now I enjoy it because of the repurposing of how I'm doing it and the, the why, the why am I doing it? And now I love going to work. Now I love doing dentistry and now it changed my whole perspective on things. Yeah, and it really does change people's lives, right? When, when you really fix a smile, I, I don't think I've ever said this publicly before, but when I was a kid, I was about seven, eight years old, and a babysitter whacked me over the head with a pillow and my face hit the, uh, the formica that was surrounding the bed, basically destroyed my two front adult teeth, which oh, were, wow. you know, that one was like completely destroyed, one was about 60% destroyed. I had bonding and all kinds of stuff over the years. Now these are, these are crowns here, that's some porcelain right there. Uh, but getting them fixed, getting them fixed, it, you feel better about yourself. When your teeth look good, you feel good. It just, it's just true. Yeah, no, it affects your confidence either negatively or positively, depending on what your teeth look like. But absolutely, you know, one of the first cases I ever did, uh, this is, I'm gonna confess a little bit here, I spend a little bit too much time in the Wendy's drive-thru, and there was this woman that I always saw. I went there like three or four times a week. I, I loved Wendy's. So, but there was always the same girl giving me my food, and she had very visibly destroyed teeth. And I couldn't help, you know, the amount of times that I saw her, the amount of interaction I had with her, I couldn't help but, you know, overwhelmingly think about all I have to do is make the offer, and I could change this person's life. Like, tremendously changed this person's life. And so she was one of the first people I ever, ever, ever reached out to before there was a nonprofit organization, before I had a podcast. It was just, hey, here's my card. I just wanna help you. If you come to my office, you won't spend a dollar. Just let me help you out. She was super friendly. To, I mean, just like the most friendly person with terrible teeth. And we were able to make a huge difference for her. But you're absolutely correct. The ability that dentists have to change people's lives is tremendous. So I have, a, I have a theory that every dentist, at least every dentist that I've ever been to in my life, is a closeted comedian. Every dentist seems to wanna to make people laugh more than anything else. It has something to do with one-way communication. You just jam a lot of stuff in people's mouths and then you can talk for a while and they kinda of have to laugh at what you're saying. I gotta give a shout out here to my, my childhood dentist, Stu Kaminsky in Long Island, who is probably the funniest guy I know. Uh, but, but all of my dentists, actually, over the years, they all wanna make people laugh. Have, um, is this a crazy theory I'm throwing at you? Oh, it's a sleight of hand trick, Dave. It's, uh, we, we, uh, we have to admit that what we do is terrible. And so the only <laughs> thing we can do is try to make you laugh and forget for just a second that a needle is gonna get poked in your gums to numb you up for whatever procedure we're doing. So uh, yeah, you know, I think, I'll, I'll speak for myself. I love being able to make people laugh and people, making people feel more comfortable in the chair. Uh, if you talk to my staff, Listen, I got to change up my material probably because I, it's the same tired jokes. They hit well and a first time audience, but uh, my staff is like rolling their eyes like, oh, this joke again. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah. That's All right. Probably so, it. 
All right. So before we we get into the to the giveaway specifically, I just want to do a little bit on just like general dental hygiene stuff. Let's just give some people let's give people some one on one stuff, and then just a little bit about the business behind that because you've had some interesting uh, interesting thoughts on that. Uh, just yeah. the dental hygiene one on one. I brush three times a day. I actually do a midday brush. I work from home, so I'm usually able to do a midday brush. That's pretty good. I try to floss every day. What else should people be doing? Brushing, flossing, are we good to go? Is that enough now, or what else? Are you, what are you, what are you telling people to do? Listen, it's the it's the first great answers, right? It's the first great answers. It's it's brush, floss, a mouth rinse. I would add to that. Make sure you're seeing a competent professional once every six months. There's a lot of prevention. Uh, you know, getting in, you know, segueing into like medicine and dentistry. Uh, there's not a lot of money in prevention in dental in dentistry. Now, as the consumer, you should take that as I should be preventative because that's how I'm going to spend less money. Dentists, we don't get a lot of money. We don't make our money. We don't buy our boats and our big houses from your cleaning fees. That's not what right. we're that's not what we're making. We're making money off your neglect. We're making money off when you decide you're not going to do that. And, uh, you know, the biggest, you know, you know, the biggest uh, difference maker is don't be the guy or gal who comes to the dentist and says, it's been eight years since I've seen a dentist, uh, you know, or it's been five years or seven years or 12 years. That, that happens all the time. And those people are the people who pay the most. But being preventative, same in medicine, you know, is diet and exercise part of healthcare? Is that under the definition of healthcare? I don't think it really is considered to be. Yeah, well, in, in, in reality, it should be, but yeah. In 100%, it should be. So diet, you know, being preventative, the problem is, uh, how does a pharmaceutical company make money off being preventative? It's, there's no money in that. So as the consumer of these products, medical services and dental services, we should all be concerned with preventative, preventative care. So yes, you're br brushing, you're flossing, uh, having a dentist that you trust look at you and tell you, hey, this is going great or this is going bad. Uh, getting second opinions is always good, I think. If you don't know, if you're hearing something that sounds fishy, man, dentists are easy to get into. A lot of them have like, you know, we run, uh, dentist, the dental profession in general is just a little more of a true capitalism than the healthcare industry. And so you can go to another dentist, for example, my office, if you don't have any dental insurance, I charge $19 as a promotion to come in and get a full set of x-rays and get a full oh. exam, 19 bucks gets you 30 to 45 minutes of my time to tell you what's going on. It's not very costly. And, um, so it's super easy and very accessible to get another person's opinion on what you just got told by, about your teeth. Yeah. So, you know, you sent me a couple notes on just what sort of what you wanted to talk about. So before we get to uh, the giveaway specifically, you just sort of mentioned that, that, that dentistry is a, is a capitalist business, believe it or not with everything going on with healthcare and all that. Uh, could you just talk about some of the, some of the, str the stresses and the ways that you've been able to succeed uh, having, a, having a practice? Great question, absolutely. The, the biggest factor in the success of any dentist, I think, is our, is our autonomy. We own everything that's in our practice. For example, when I see this girl at Wendy's and I want to have compassion on her and just help her out, I don't have to worry about, well, who buys all the materials for my office? Who owns all the equipment? Who, I mean, down to the Q-tips and the gauze and the cotton rolls, I buy everything there. 
which gives me 100% freedom and autonomy to give it away or use it at my discretion, how I choose to do it. Um, I don't think a medical doctor, let's say a, a heart surgeon who wants to do free heart surgery, I think they have a lot more hoops to jump through than a dentist does in giving away free mouth makeovers. There's a lot more gatekeepers in medicine than there are in dentistry. And it allows me to really control my own, my own destiny as far as my success. I control prices, you know, whatever, you know, I get a, and I, I know within a mile or two radius, what the going rate is for a crown or a root canal or a dental implant or a cleaning. I can find all this stuff out and I can put my prices competitive and I can actually use the, the positive tenets of capitalism to make my business successful. And if I fail to do so, well, then I fail. Um, so, you know, the biggest difference maker is our ability to be autonomous. We don't have anyone telling us, we don't have private insurance companies who boss us around. We don't have hospitals that we work for. We don't have large group practices. Well, there are some of that in dentistry, but for the most part, dentists have maintained their autonomy throughout the history of dentistry. We're talking teeth and we're getting a lesson in economics. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so I'm gonna tell the people how they can uh, win this smile makeover, but why don't you tell everybody exactly what you are offering? And again, this is all coming out of your pocket. You're happy to do it. You're gonna fly them out if, if need be. Uh, so what exactly are you offering? Everything. We're offering everything. Whatever someone needs, uh, we're gonna take care of. We got a team. That's going to take care of every single aspect. We're going to take care of accommodations. Don't care where you live. As long as you live within the United States, we'll fly you to our location. Uh, there's some work that once we choose a winner, we got to figure out what's needed to kind of coordinate logistics, how many trips. It could be two, it could be three, but whatever it is, we'll take care of this person. We want someone who, we want someone in need. We want to find someone who needs this, uh, whose life is going to be changed by having this. There are so many people, you know, dentistry is such a silent, abuser. You know, you just don't, so many of these giveaways we've done, they've been nominated by someone who, who loves them, like a sister or a, or, a, or a parent or a child. And they were blown away by, you know, my mom has been suffering for this for seven years. And I just found out last week that she has this problem. So even mm -hmm. the people closest to you usually don't know when you're suffering from a dental problem. And that's, that's the, that's one of the biggest issues. And so you, you tank into, you know, depression and, uh, self-consciousness, you know, and, and, uh, you just feel terrible about yourself and no one around you knows why, because you're not telling anybody. And when the price tag to fix it is $50,000, you might as well say $50 million to most people. Most people cannot spend that amount of money on their mouth. So what we're offering is a turnaround for someone, you know, the impact you know, one of the things I love about my job is, is this ability to make this impact. And what I love about the foundation that we've started, the Halo Dental Network, is what, one of the messages we're trying to prove is the impact of the individual over any other organization. No government, no organization can be as effective as just an individual who uses their skills and talents to lift another individual up. And then trying to disseminate that and try to make that idea contagious is the ultimate goal of the of the uh, the Halo Dental Network to do that. So basically, you're going to take care of people whether the problem is actually uh, you know sort of behind the scenes or cosmetic or both. There, when when they're when you're done with them, 
they are going to look good. They are going to be happily, happily smiling and, and ready to be out there. That's the idea. Listen, we're gonna, we can take someone from homelessness to, to Hollywood. Uh, we can do it in a, in a quick period of time. So we want someone, yes, whatever the needs are, we have the ability to cover as long as they fall into the category of dentistry. We, you know, this, I, this, this part of your face, this part of, I can't help you out anywhere else. Whatever you were born with, you were born with. But, uh, but wherever your teeth are, we can take someone from nothing to something pretty special in a short period of time. And then, I mean, the thing is, if your teeth are bad, if you're in pain, oh my gosh, it's a whole other thing. You can't have relationships. You can't carry a job. Uh, you can't sometimes sleep at night. This makes for a very rough human being to be around. Um, one of the biggest misconceptions is that you see someone with bad teeth and it's drugs, right? They're on, they must be on meth. That is one of the biggest misconceptions that I wanna try to fight also is that it's, that's, there's so many factors that result in bad teeth, you know, visibly bad teeth. But the average layperson just sees bad teeth and they just think you must be a meth head. One of my favorite patients was a waitress who had, um, she told me a story of on a receipt uh, that, you know, the, on the bill, she was given also a card to a, uh, a, you know, it's like a, like a rehab facility, a drug rehab facility because the patron of the restaurant believed that she needed to be uh, given help. And the person Man. thought they were her, but it made her feel terrible. She didn't do drugs, it wasn't the problem. But now she lives her life thinking everyone who sees me thinks I'm a drug addict and I'm not. So Man. whatever the situation, back to the point, yeah, whatever the situation we got coming at us, we can handle, we can, we can handle anything that someone can throw at us. Man, I wish I knew you about eight years ago when I laid out the 1200 bucks per tooth for these porcelain babies right up front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I helped you out, man. We could, have, we could have set you up with some kind of payment plan, I'm sure. All right, forget about me, people. Here, here's what you gotta do. Uh, join rubenreport.com. You can create a, an account for absolutely free, will not cause, cost you a dime. Just create an account at rubenreport.com. Then we are going to pin this interview right up top and you comment below you can you can do the sales job for yourself or if you want to nominate a friend or a family member who needs some help comment right below uh, we'll be taking submissions until october 2nd and then we'll be announcing the winner shortly after that and we'll post some pictures and and maybe we'll do some video and some on, some fun other stuff for instagram and the rest of it so again create an account at rubenreport.com this video, my chat with Brady Smith, is gonna be pinned right up top. Comment below either for yourself or for somebody else, and uh, we will pick a winner. We're gonna do that till October 2nd, you have a chance. And again, I'm not getting anything for this. Dr. Brady is doing this on his own volition. Happy to, happy to help you guys. We just thought it would be a fun thing to do and, uh, and hopefully help somebody out. Dr. Brady, anything else before I let you go? Uh, I'm so grateful for you being willing to, to have this conversation with me and, 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 and help us do this. This is, uh, you know, one of the things we want to do is convince dentists to do a free case a year. That's kind of the main mission of the Halo Dental Network is not just me doing it. Obviously, our impact can be exponentially increased by having a thousand me's around there doing this. And what I find is that dentists do want to do this. Uh, they just need a, a, a structure. Uh, to help them push this and, 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 and that they know, you know, the dentists out there, they know that 
charitable service makes a big difference in just their day-to-day uh, you know, practice. So I'm super grateful for the opportunity. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to get going on this. I can't wait to find out more about who we're choosing. No, I'm, listen, I'm grateful. I'm thrilled to be doing this with you. And again, guys, go to rubenreport.com, pin post, submit yourself, submit a friend, a family member, whatever it is. And Dr. Brady is going to make you go from homeless to Hollywood. All right. Stay tuned for more. Thanks, Doc. Thank you. Thank you.